can't fire this guy. I'm unfireable. <laughs> <laughs> this could age poorly. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm your host this week, Joker Stands, though, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host and general great guy, Matt Burns-Peak. How's it doing, Jerry? Yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're also joined by Stan Wilson. All right, Joe. Bit of a later start than usual. Yep. Okay. And last but not least, the man who lives in 2020 but still uses dial-up internet, Sam Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You know your internet went out a little bit as you were saying that. Oh, don't, yeah, well, don't play that game. In, in all reality, it's probably your internet, mate. It so probably is. Your let's internet. not get too... We're here on the recording. Oh, we'll look at the evidence. We'll play it back. Okay, so uh, there's actually been quite a few things that have happened this beautiful week. Whoa, whoa. Um, so let's just get right into it, boy, shall we? Yes, let's go. Let's go. Ciao. Uh, first, bit of, a, bit of a shocker for some people, uh, for some otherwise not. Uh, Antonio Brown has retired again. He gone. He gone. For realsies this time, though? Yeah, no. so uh, w- just Ooh, after his little stint at the Patriots last year, he retired for the first time after some disputes talking about contract issues, contracts don't mean anything, etc., etc. Uh, retired then, but no one really believed it. Everyone thought, yeah, he's going to come uh, back. And play okay, AB. Okay, okay. Okay, said. okay, <laughs> AB. We, we know your game. Then he, he recorded a really terrible single. Yeah, that is available to He made a single? Yeah. He yeah. made the whole album. Oh, dear. It was bad. Was it, was this is what I was getting on to, Slew, if you let me goddamn finish. Well, maybe um, if you're more competent, you'd have got there already. Wow. Are we saying better or worse than Cole Beasley's album? Worse. Well, we don't worse. know yet. How dare worse. you slander Cole Beasley? <laughs> <laughs> Cole Beasley's album is actually pretty dope. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. For, for, for like a small white receiver from fucking Dallas, like it was. It was all right. spies to be. It was genuinely it's got layers possible, to it. You know? It's got layers to it. Yeah, there's layers to this game. Yeah. So I there's a series sort of a cryptic tweet sent off on Monday. So it's quite lucky we didn't record then. So at, That's cool. I'll, I'll sort That's of read cool. them through for you guys. The first tweet at 2:17 p.m. Is it time to walk away? done everything in the game so that was a bit cryptic people were like what's going on here is ab retiring not want a super bowl has he exactly yeah that's true and then at 2:22 p.m he tweeted out at this point the risk is greater than the reward thank you everyone who've been part of this journey life goes on 84 which seems to me like a pretty definite retirement tweet and he he, he followed that up seven minutes later at 2:29 with I came, I saw, I conquered, mission complete, call God. Who exactly did he conquer? Because it wasn't a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I will call God. I don't think he did very much. It wasn't. And then there was a, there was a bit of speculation as well during this whole ordeal about his uh, settlement, which basically uh, we all know that the court case, the allegations against him were quite horrific, uh, that, that apparently a settlement had been reached, but Antonio Brown had denied the settlement. So we don't know what's going on there. And then he, than it, he's just completely lost it again. Possibly, he, you know, he he looked like he was on the up and up in, in a in a way. He though. always finds a way just to sabotage himself, doesn't he? Hot yeah. round summer, indeed, indeed. Uh, and then so he followed that up with, and this is my favourite part. 
232, he said, Himothy. Everyone's like, what the fuck is a Himothy? I don't Was know. What no, yeah. it's his album name. He's, uh... he's misspelt Tim Tebow's name, whatever. And then 252, he releases a link to Himothy, which is in fact his EP, which is now dropped oh. and available on, I don't know what streaming platforms, but it is available. Probably a lot. Every way, you can find the drop back. And, exactly. and if you're making that decision of um, I'm looking to stream something and it's, it's on the same platform as the Dropback, you're probably just better off going to the Dropback. Indeed, indeed. We release one article every now and then. So mm. yeah. We've saved you time. It, the EP's trash. Don't listen to, listen to us. Have you, has to anyone listened to the EP? Have no, I'm not going to waste my time doing that. His single was pretty terrible. Uh, do we think... Is this actually a retirement from the NFL before we get into the fact that Joe actually knows what it is off by his heart? So No, uh, that was his single he released during the season, I'll have you slip. Is this just him trying to promote his album? Is it like whole Kanye's presidential campaign just to promote yeah, this, his new album? This reeks of Kanye, I'm not going to lie. The whole media stirrer just before you release something. Has so anyone ever seen Kanye and AB in the same room? Wow, that is a good point. No, That's but I can't saying. imagine Kanye doing anything athletic, so I think that rules hey, that out. if you listen to last Whoa. week's podcast, we were arguing he could be the quarterback and receiver. Yeah, but that's yeah. just... He wouldn't would, would be very good at it, but he'd just the demand that sort of respect and res- responsibility. I think Sam may have left off at that point. He gave up on us. Yeah, he did. He, he, he jumped shit. Yeah. I heard it all <laughs> afterwards. I've got, rec- got to edit it still, lads. <laughs> all that slander that you were speaking when I came out, I heard all of it. Yes, that was the plan. <laughs> Like you said, Slu, like and Stan, is th- is this a real retirement or is this? Uh, I'm just going to get a bit of hype around yeah. my name and then drop my EP to get max amount of streams because he's already technically retired. Um, Does it count as a retirement if just nobody wants to employ him? Yeah, I was going to say I don't think the retirement's in his hands at this point. Anyway, no one's picking mm. him up. No one seems to have any interest apart from a few quarterbacks, but no yeah, one knows the GM seems to be. Seem yeah. to wanted to take that risk, so I think it's a NFL imposed retirement, basically. Yeah, it's like it's like me losing my job and then just being like getting fired and just being like, ah, nobody wants to hire me. I, I'm retired. You can't hire me because I don't want you to hire me. It's like they're just petty, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's um, not not hoping. I, I mean, I wanted to see Antonio Brown back in the league to see what he could do with a full mm. season. I think we all kind of did. Probably quite a lot, but he's still. Team. There's no questions about his talent. Yeah, he's sick. He's just he just the off the field issues that he brings with him, isn't it? Yeah, he can't get out of his own way off the field, can he? So mm. yeah, one more bump in the head, and he's gonna be a psycho. <laughs> Going to be. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I still wager that it's the Vontez perfect hit. Like shook it, shook there was a clear. He wasn't really doing anything that weird after Vontez perfect hit. Before he started fucking going mental, like <laughs> like clear signs of. Suicide. It was very much a boom, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was like it some really... people are saying it was him getting paid, but you're right, Joe. It's probably the ver- ver- effect hit. It's the, the brain concussion. damage. It could be the brain damage. Yeah, CTE. He did get hit pretty hard. He'd been it... paid before that. Like he he wasn't. He was a freaking sixth round draft pick. He just he he was in his like second or third contract at that point. You know, yeah. he's, he's not a poor bloke. He was one of the best receivers in the league, bro. Or it could just be the Madden curse. The Madden curse. It affects people in strange thing. ways. Unless you're Pat Mahomes and you win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's just Pat Mahomes. You're nervous, Joe. You're nervous no, about Lamar. If, if it's like last year, but Lamar's going to win a Super Bowl, so it's fine. Do you reckon yeah, you'll win a Mahomes is an outlier in lots of things. 
Yeah, but so is Lamar. So you your point better, is irrelevant, sir. Better bubble wrap his legs, boy. Mm. Yeah, do you reckon you'll actually make it into um, a second round playoff game or anything this year? What? The Ravens? Why are we talking about the Ravens? Because <laughs> you're the host. You know that's Yes. Yeah. Madden curse and all that. I think we're going to make it to. I think we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl every year, even when Joe Flacco is. Yeah, but if you lead it with every year, that's not a genuine <laughs> prediction, then, is it? That's just blind loyalty. Yeah, Especially it devalues you. Every time you say that. Hey. Also, has someone captured a seagull or something? And yeah, I think it's from. Hostage? I think it's from Joe when he was having the beach as a background earlier. He brought one no, back I, with him. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's me. We've got seagulls living up on the roof. So, um, Classic, uh, okay. as you do. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Dad's living in a lighthouse right now. Yeah, yeah love, I'd, town, that. I'd love to hear their take on the NFC North later on. Yeah, I'll ask them. I had one of them living up in my um, window earlier. Quite. I just have moths, so, you know, can't. That's, that's, less, that's way that's less, less cool. impressive. Yeah, way all. less cool. It's still kind of still my awful. thunder. They eat, yeah. your, eat your jumpers, so you got to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, like, Antonio Brown... Oh, we still on Antonio Brown? I thought we got massively sidetracked <laughs> there. We're, we're, we're tenuously we still on the Ravens. Ravens. Uh, like I said, I, I just didn't want him on my team, but I, I wanted to see him play. And it's I think, I, I, yeah, but I mean, I, I think Stan Seagulls have got a better chance of finding an NFL roster spot than Antonio Brown with all the off field shenanigans over the last oh, couple of years. Yeah, your Seagulls have got Pro Bowl talent somewhere in there. What? Is that is that a new Washington name? The Washington Seagulls? <laughs> Washington. It's not, not a very impressive animal. But... Either way, for no. Brown, it does have to wait for the off-field things to come to a conclusion. I don't think anyone's yeah. going to give him a chance yeah. while the cases are still open before there's a settlement. But like you said, Joe, the settlement hasn't, wasn't finalised before he decided to walk away. Mm, true. Maybe that's um, a sign that the it's... settlement didn't go his way. It's not even that. It's yeah. that there was a settlement offered and he, he declined it, which it, in a way kind of to me makes me feel like he's I don't know if it wasn't Antonio Brown and he wasn't you know cuckoo then I'd argue that someone declining a settlement and choosing to continue with it kind of is fighting for their innocence in, in a way you yeah you know it, it looks a, a, it, you know it looks good anyway yeah we'll see we'll see what happens I, I still think he'll play next year I still think uh, someone will pick him in mid, pick him up mid-season. I think if someone offers him a contract, he's going to accept it. Doesn't even matter how much. You could you could offer him the veteran oh, minimum. Principle, yeah, yeah. Say say this album doesn't sell sell well, stream well. Yeah, in um, theory, in some weird well, alternate it, reality where it doesn't sell out. I don't like if if I was more prepared, I I should have got like the streaming numbers before, but I'm not. Yeah, so that'd have been a good look. He's slacking as a host. Slacking. Oh, well, so moving on to a bit of better news and a course of celebration. So I'm going to crack open a cold one. Oh, look at that. <laughs> We've got sound bites now. Nice. Oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> the NFL facilities have reopened to players, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and cold yeah, ones. And everyone. Ooh. Yeah, phase. Is this phase two or three? I, I, I can't remember the phases. One of the phases. Mm. A phase. Obviously, we had phase one where it's just 75 people allowed into a facility at one time. No players unless they were coming back or rehabbing an injury. Mm. And then I've been looking through a lot of YouTube videos. Obviously, every team's got their own YouTube page now. Yes. And a lot of them sort of documented their whole process behind, you know, in line with the NFL's guidance on how they're doing things. For instance, like when you enter the facility, there's someone at a desk 
who assesses if you you know have had any symptoms and anything like that you have to get your forehead scanned or you know your freaking temperature measured and then you go into the facility if and they've obviously done stuff to for instance like you, you um the dispensers and everything like that and everything's like touchless so you don't actually have to touch any buttons to like get any water or anything like that so, yeah a lot of facilities kind of going above yeah, and you do have to tackle people at some point yeah i'm talking it's, about not, it's minimizing risk isn't it it's the yeah, reducing yeah, the touching when you don't have to be touching people yeah, especially the people 100%. in the office more so yeah. than the, the nfl yeah. players because the nfl they, players they oh, rarely yeah. have to tackle people the, the admin team yeah, you can't if really they have something's gone really wrong I don't know how much, like, just on the whole COVID thing, how uh, how stringent they're going to be on. I know every obviously every player is going to get tested. I don't know if anyone in the office was well, testing will. every day for the first two weeks, isn't it? And then mm. once a week, but every I single person. I think so. Yeah, not but, not just the players. But, but this is what, right? but this is what it was. It was before when you like you said they're back in the facilities this week but the players was it sunday or monday when all the when it was going wild on social media that the players calling out the nfl for a very much lack of procedure put in place already yeah it was one mm-hmm. of the two and then russell wilson came out and said that basically his wife's pregnant and they're having a child soon and he doesn't feel right about coming back to play which i think is completely fair and if i was him i'd sit out the year because you know you're gonna you're not at risk of losing your starting job if you come back a year later so it's not worth the risk True. If I'm, a, if I'm an established NFL player, yeah, right. it's, what's ridiculous is how long the NFL had. They had the luxury, unlike other sports, that they were in the off season while this whole crisis yeah. has been going on, yeah. and there seemed to be no solid plans. Whereas yeah. other sports, baseball are back after a long and complex procedure. Um, Premier awful. Premier League, they've done it back, and they, they've Premier League. NBA. What it seems like, have done it really well. Like, yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard of any breakouts in the Premier League. We don't know. There may be some. No. The NBA, the NBA is different because it's only like a few more weeks of games, and they can do it in this bubble. Playoffs, playoffs and and there's so and there's less players per team. With the with the um, NFL, what are you going to do? Put eighty players on each team in a bubble? It's just not really as feasible. Doable, is it? Yeah. Plus, you can't have more than one game a week anyway, whereas you can in basketball. True. To just to get through the fixture list. I think they've done that with baseball as well because they've, they've expanded rosters and stuff. But that, that, that took a ridiculous amount of time to negotiate. I just hope that sort of thing doesn't happen with the NFL. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it, by and large, it does depend on the individual team. Uh, the teams I was looking into, for instance, the Lions and the Browns seem to have done it quite well. Whereas I think the issue is the NFL just kind of advised teams on what to do. They didn't give... Yeah, they didn't like map out what should be done. They just kind of said, yeah. you should probably try and do sort of things like this. Other than, you know, even even like hiring someone to come in and assess everything, that was just a, an advisory thing. It wasn't, you know, you, obviously every, everyone's done that to some extent, but some teams will be a lot more organized. And as we saw from when we were talking about Washington last week and things like that, some, some teams are just... Um, have a completely different culture and some teams will be on the ball very organized very aware of the health and safety of their players and have things in place and other teams just frankly don't give a shit so that's ridiculous though how the nfl not putting strict procedures in place and if teams want to go above and beyond absolutely have the right to do so but there should be a minimum that everyone has to do and maybe there is but it doesn't seem like it is high enough or public enough to ease fears yeah, especially yeah, uh, about the rookie camp starts today or is tomorrow or something. It's ridiculous the fact they've got no contingency plan in place. They've got no, they've got nothing of the sort. And I, yeah, it's not worth the risk, in my opinion. 
And with the whole thing about being asymptomatic as well, you could have someone who isn't showing any symptoms, hasn't got a fever or anything, and then they test positive. What happens in that case? You know, we, that we don't brings know. out the whole NFL. Yeah, you have to be testing every day. They've had there was a Yankees player exactly the same situation, and he was he, he didn't experience a single symptom, but obviously he tested up as positive. And they just removed him for a period of time until he tested negative again. Yeah, but there there is a waiting time on the test. It's not instant. You have to wait. Originally, it was 48 hours. I think I've got it down to like 24 now. But It depends on the test that you take, though, whether it's an antibody one or not. Yeah, yeah, true. The um, I imagine most of it will be the, not the antibody, but the um, yeah, path, like pathogen test where they, they can see if you've actually got it. So the antibody one, doesn't that just prove if you have had it in the past? Surely if you do have it currently but haven't, mm. but it's not out of your system, are you not likely to have the antibodies? I don't know. You will... You, you're going to naturally have any an, some antibodies because your body's okay. going to be fighting, fighting the virus. So I like that we're throwing all the all the science biology questions at Joe here when he's, when he's trying. I, to I, would, I, I was holding that out for the floor, but if everyone wants to leave it for Joe, but I'm saying if you're getting tested, Joe, Joe, hypothetically, if you're getting yeah. tested on the day that you first catch it, you, are you going to have any antibodies in place by that point? I don't know. Dr. Joe. I'm not a doctor, but I would. That's what I mean. You're going to then pass that test and go into the facility. It's a separate test and the antibodies. It takes takes time to develop the antibodies within your bloodstream, doesn't it? The first day you get it, your your body's going to, yeah, it wouldn't have produced much. If you're you're going to host this podcast and you know we're talking about COVID testing, you should have done a little bit of biological research. You should have got your doctorate already. Yeah, sorry. My GCSE double science coming in clutch right now. <laughs> Huge flex from Stan. Double Huge science. flex, double <laughs> science in the house. Not a strong yeah. point. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It just depends on the. T- I, I think on, on that note of the um, Russell Wilson thing, uh, on more more bullshit scientific uh, note, <laughs> the people who are probably most safe from the virus are pregnant women. In general. Ooh. Well, in terms of um, yeah, because where are you going now, with this? If you if you have a baby, like pregnant women, it's just harder to get sick. Your their immune system is off the fucking rails because they're oh, harboring play. a child. They're um, harboring like some like some port. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I see what you mean, Jerry. I see. What yeah, you but mean. then someone tests positive, and then it's Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! Uh, Good God! Okay. Cool. They've yeah. got any American listeners? They've probably stopped by now. So, uh, so that's that's always the aim going into the week. Exactly. Alienate a new group. Yeah. Yeah. One week it was the Russians. Now, now so. working our way Stop across the going globe. back to the Russians. We ended it out. You're fine. Right. Stop. China's next. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a Hawaii Huawei phone as well, don't you, Joe? So you're 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 already under under the I'm scope. Be exempt, yeah. Yeah, no, you're not going to be exempt. <laughs> well, they're going to ban ban our phones in the UK, apparently. They, they're going to know you're going to slander before you've even said it. Mm. Well, they they already know everything I'm saying anyway. So, anyway, moving the on. Moving on, we keep getting sidetracked to the <laughs> our next divisional preview. Yay! We're going to do the NFC North, this? lady and gentlemen. Lady. Nice. I'm not yeah, assuming we, there's more than one. I think, I think it's optimistic to think there's one. Yeah. My girlfriend's straight up said she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. And she, had, uh, she hasn't since the first week that we did it. And she's been it for 10 minutes. 
I've convinced two girls in my time recording to listen to one episode and then they stopped immediately. Yeah, that's fair enough. We have that effect on women. It's fine. Yeah, to be fair, my girlfriend's listened to like three, but I think she's given up as well. So of course, Stan's, Stan's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Woo! All right, if Stan's girlfriend's listening. <laughs> she's Shout not, as I just said. <laughs> yeah, she won't be. Joe, you're not even listening at this point, so. That, Stan, you need to get her to listen to this week's episode because we've put a little oh, Easter egg in for it. All right, I'll tell her. We, we gave her a little shout out. Shout out Stan's girlfriend. And plus, because you didn't give a name, it could be any of the girlfriends that Stan's talking about. Any of the girlfriends. Yeah. Watch Wait, this which, space. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't watch. think Stan's going to tell us to listen now. Was it the one with the big feet that you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we've lost a listener. Why, why are you going to do that, Joe? Okay. People may want Stan as well. I like it. I like it. Oh, All right, so moving on to, as I was meant, mentioning, the division previews. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, getting sidetracked. The NFC North, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Stan's <laughs> girlfriend and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's start with the Packers, because they won the NFC North last Let's year. Let's start not? with the Packers. What do you guys think? What, what are we thinking? Like, give I, me don't a... understand, I don't understand how the Packers have made any improvements over last year. Mm. They've got a better backup. Uh, a hot new quarterback, mate. They've got a better backup, and they've got a better third running back, whichever one comes third out of the top three they've got now. Uh, it'll be second string. They've also well, got yeah, a but, more, but a then they're third also, well, But their third also improves by the fact that Jamal Williams drops down. Yeah. But yeah, they've also got a more disgruntled starting QB as well. well can we also talk mm-hmm. about how those two were the main positions that of strength the Packers had. Those you oh, could yeah. argue the two positions the Packers didn't even need to draft. Correct. I I hundred percent agree with that. It was a yeah. very strange move. Especially when they lost Blake Martinez as well, their middle linebacker, brought in mm. Kirksey, who's has been a little bit injury prone over the last few years. And the running defense was the thing that screwed them all through the season yeah. and particularly in the NFC championship game. True. Lost, doesn't get injured. He is, well, he is really. quite good, yeah. especially at, at tackling. He, you know, obviously Joe Sherbert was normally on that Browns team as well, but he was often second highest in tackles. Year on year. Martinez is a pretty good linebacker as well. I don't know if Kirksey's mm. a significant upgrade. True, mm. you're not wrong. Yeah, do they, do they still got Jake Ryan as well. They do. They still got him, but they, yeah. they lost Ryan Beluga, I think. Um, they yeah, yeah. yeah so they went to the Chargers, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, they. they I, I'd, I'd agree with you. So I don't really see how they've made any significant improvements. They've, they've it also seems can't... like we've been waiting about five years for one of the young Packers receivers to turn into a viable number two threat, and yeah. it's yet it's yet to happen. It's still only Devonte Adams. You got who is it? Jake Kumaro, Quinnemis Saint Brown, Volder Scantling, Volder Scantling. They're uh, all. Lazard. It's, I don't know, the Packers seem to have a lot of faith. They're so in, hot and no cold. One, I can't see any of them getting above 500 yards, realistically. Mm. Do you know yeah. what it is, I think, is that Matt LaFleur installed a system last year where the running backs were able to rack up a lot of receiving yards, so they might not feel that the receivers were as important in, in that system. And he's trying to install more of a sort of run-first ideology. I, I know with, with Aaron Rodgers there, it's just not necessarily going to be a reality with Aaron Rodgers and also losing key pieces on their offensive line and then also trying to install the run first approach isn't a great mix mm. you, 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 it has to be said but you know but also knows? you need a second option you can't 
just yeah. overly rely on the run. Every yeah. team that's success, even the 49ers, when they needed to pass, they were able to do it. Mm. And that showed well, that, the, except in the Super Bowl where the pass got run got shut down, they overly relied on the pass and weren't able to move the ball in that second half. So it's one of those with QB, though, isn't it? Well, they don't even have the issue with that. They got Aaron Rodgers, so it's it's lucky that we had such a good, talented receiver draft, especially in the earlier rounds last year, for the Packers to pick up nobody. (laughs) Very true, and I think that's something that the Packers fan base this off season have been Mm. pretty vocal about as well. The fact that it's like like just take someone. Exactly. (laughs) We are slating the Packers now, but I think that's I think that's just as a potential. Of mm. what they could be, that they didn't seem to take that step forward. They're still yeah. a very good team. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah. and there's a really good chance as well that they could go on and win this division, make a run in the playoffs. I was going to say, just, I, I just yeah. don't see them as a Super Bowl team because they didn't do anything to take that next step. Yeah. Or didn't do anything to help yeah. now. There's no reason they, they could still go 14 and 2, have a bye. Perfectly mm, realistic. They're not going to go 14 and 2. No? There's no chance. There's no chance they win. So on, on, that note, on that note, what do you think is their, is their ceiling then, Slew? Do you think 14 and 2? Yeah, ceiling. If everything goes right for them, that's literally the stupidest thing I've ever heard, Matt. I'd say twelve and four. I think it's too outlandish to say they can. More reasonable, but still wrong. Stan, eleven and three. Eleven and three. Joe, here's with the truth. Eleven and three. Joe, (laughs) there we go. There we go. I think personally, it's a eleven and five. For me as well with that on that ceiling i think their floor is somewhere i don't think that like we said i think they're going to win the division i think their floor is probably eight and eight i'm Personally. still back in the vikings here yeah i think maybe if they have a really bad season they might finish like six and ten i mean there's a chance is there a chance that they swept the division last year they could do that again vikings, that's true the vikings are too good yeah but they also play the lions twice and mitch trubisky slash nick Foles twice yeah, but, I mean, they've got three Nick really Coles. hard games. They play the Niners again. They play the Vi- um, the Saints. I think those are the... They play Titans and the Texans. Those are both really... really yeah, the Titans' defence this year. I mean, great. what I'm saying is on their... There's no reason that if they play their big games on their day, they can't go 14-2. and two. Yeah. I, I, I think, think I'd they, be surprised. I think I'd be surprised. I would be surprised. I'm just, saying that's games. The, I'm just saying that's the best they can do. Yeah. That's... I think that is, they are capable of that. They don't have the talent on the roster for that. Just, I just don't think they are capable so of it. They, they haven't yeah. added thin, the weapons. It was, it was thin last year. But their, mm. their O-line's got worse. Their receiving cores remained stagnant. Their defense has got worse. Uh, the... depends. You could argue their receiver core are now healthy and have another year in the system, so has improved. Yeah. Lazard will shine, I'm sure. <laughs> Okay, mo- moving on to the uh, the guys who came second in that division and made a bit of a playoff run. The Vikings. What do we get? What do y'all think? Stan, Stan's high on the Vikings. Oh, I, love the, I love the Vikings. I love a bit of the Vikings. You love a bit of Kirk, do you? Um, I'm not a massive Kirk Cousins fan, I, but I don't Kirk. think I don't think you need to be a great quarterback to win in that system. It's it essentially their offense is just San Francisco 2.0. In the mm. fact they've just got be- they've got better running back. They've probably got better QB too. Yeah, I was going to say, Kirk's yeah, probably better fair. than Jimmy G. Yeah. Also, he's only ever one season with less than 4,000 yards. He's not... A, and he won, yeah. he won in, in New Orleans in the playoffs last year, so that may have done to shake off. He can't win big games. You I like think that. Kirk does get you a lot of stick. That. I don't think... He's fun to bash, but... Yeah, he's fun to bash. Monday night, you know what it is? He's just 
he's just a plain looking bloke. Isn't he's he? just that, a very fashionable. What, that, I think. That, I think that's what it is. You're right, Joe. Genuinely, he doesn't, he, he doesn't look overly athletic. He, he doesn't he, look like any better than anyone else. So that. So people are like, he's oh, not, he can't yeah, be that he's, good. He's not the best at anything, is he? Like he's he's not. Yeah. We don't look at Kirk Cousins like, man. I wish, I wish my quarterback had the vision of Kirk Cousins. I wish he had the pocket presence of Kirk Cousins. But he's good enough. At he's good everything. at all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's good enough at everything yeah. to. But do you know what Kirk doesn't do as well? He doesn't have dud games in the set against smaller teams. So he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Fair. They don't seem to lose those games that they should win. Like, mm-hmm. Which I think goes. A bit for granted. Yeah. Last year, twenty-six touchdowns, only six picks. He's not a big turnover guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is important. Yeah. If we look at the offense as well, so the offensive line obviously has pretty much stayed the same since last year. They've adapted to the Kubiak run scheme, and he's taken over the reins of the offense this year. With obviously got um, Stefanski de- departing for Cleveland, but in my opinion, Kubiak should get most of the credit for what they ran last Stan year. Stan loves a bit of Kubiak. Oh, I love so Kubiak. I think, I think that's I three it. weeks in a row now that he said, "Yeah." The Kubiak run scheme is legendary. Mm. Read, read the article I wrote and also, September last year on him, on, the, on him and the Vikings. And in date as well. In date. Why don't you just publish it again, just replace Stefan Diggs with Justin Jefferson? Because <laughs> no, that's, that's basically good, that's what they're at. Yeah. You could pretty much re- reproduce the exact same thing and it's still valid for the season. That's, that's, the, that's the beautiful thing about a lot of do we know? Do we know what's going on with Dalvin? <laughs> do we know what's going on with Dalvin Cook? Has there been any update on that since he, threat- no, since he threatened to hold out? Yeah, he threatened to hold out, which made me very angsty with my fantasy he's team. He's going to get but then we have a, every we day have a- 50 grand, so he's probably not going to hold out for long. Matteson's fine, I think. Like he'll he'll decrease production, but Matteson would still run for like one thousand ones. That he's he's, he's going to be fine like for the start. Like he's not going to be holding out at the start of the season. There's there's literally no financial. He's on a rookie contract. There's no way he can afford to hold out. But he, they can find fifty grand a day. Like fifty grand a day of your of your contract. That's. I'd be no, that, that's not this season though. That's not this season. That's for the twenty twenty one. I thought it starts this season. No, no, new CBA is for twenty twenty one. Oh, do, you check, do you want to change the stance, Joe? Um, he will I still sit out. <laughs> also, yeah. also, with I that really injury concern and everything out. like that, if he's holding out and maybe not rehabbing as well as he should be, or like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he might go in a bit, a bit, um, a bit cold, a bit everything like that, and just yeah, I know what you mean. Re-injure himself, and I think if Dalvin Cook gets injured next year, then the the floor for the Vikings goes. A lot uh, further down. I think Madison's all right. Madison's going to James not a workhorse back like Dalvin Cook. Madison yeah, but the 49, 49ers have shown that in this scheme, Do you reckon? don't necessarily, and QB has shown in the past, you don't necessarily need an elite running back to exactly, get a thousand yeah. yards. You just need a zone blocking scheme, and then you'll be fine. You're guaranteed mm. 1,100 every mm. year. Which is why, um, not Breed, who's a must start, who's Most been in the league. Yeah, he's yeah. now, I didn't realize how old he was, and he's been at so many different teams. Yeah, him asking for a trade now because he wants big money. Well, he wants to be paid as much as Tevin Coleman, which I would argue is fair enough. Yeah. Why Coleman. what what the forty nineers don't need to do that? Because know, but shown... he, he has more production than Tevin Coleman in that in that yeah, they, they go with they go with the hot hand and they'll just find another quick guy, one cut guy to do it. And plus Jared McKinnon like apparently Breeder. is healthy now. Exactly. Yeah, they, well what was Matt Breeder you... before? Yeah. They've literally proven you could do it with any back as well. He was literally a special teams guy before the, before he broke out last season. They could pick up probably any un, un, um, undrafted free agent running yeah. back, and they, they'd still have a decent season. They've got a monster O line. Yeah. He's got Trent Williams as well. Like it's not hard. 
Plus, just, the, the, the 49ers, the last two running backs they paid, McKinnon and then Coleman, both got injured. I don't think they... And the success with, they've had with low-wage guys, I don't see why they'd pay another running yeah, back. Don't pay running back. It's stupid. If you're listening to this and you're a running back in Reese, sorry. I disagree, but okay. Anyway. So, what do you guys think about the floor for the Vikings, Stan? No, they're your team. <laughs> Um, floor for the Vikings, um, eight and eight. Eight and eight. Yeah. I say this is, this is just because of Dalvin Cook. I say seven and nine, maybe if the they can't quite replace all the players that left on defense, maybe they take oh, a step that's back. True. That's but a good point. I but Zimmer's good enough a defensive uh, guy to make up for that. My worry is that if they're not quite as dominant on defense, then Zimmer gets a bit antsy on offense and goes to plays a lot more conservative than we see we saw a couple of years ago when they weren't quite as dominant and it's like yeah. oh don't like taking those big shots because it puts my defense in under pressure and anyone that coaches from that point of view coaches scared I can't see them mm. going well he but just needs to leave the yeah. offense alone completely I know but he does, anyone he, who kneels with he like, can't one stop meddling left, one minute to leave left it in the first half on the 40 yard line yeah he needs to leave right. it to the, yeah, the Kubiak crew yeah, he did. Zimmer did just sign a multi-year extension today. Yeah, so I was going to say he do, it is quite within his rights to do whatever the hell he wants. So, what, do you, what about you, Matt? What do you think about the floor? I'd, I'd agree with Stan. I'd say pretty eight and eight, like a good team. Good I'd team. argue that depending on injuries and like Slew said with the defense and stuff, it might be a six and ten. Like worst case scenario, I'm saying. Yeah, um, which is Houses. you know, I'd, I'd maybe. <sighs> I don't think they'll get above 10 and 6. I, I think their ceiling what? for me is 13 and 3. 13 and 3, 14 and 2. You think they've got a higher ceiling than the Packers? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> know. If, every, if everything goes right for the Packers and everything goes right for the Vikings, I think the Packers are a better team. But they don't have wide receivers. They don't have enough receivers to play. They haven't had wide receivers last year. They finished, what, 14 and 2. But they've also got the why- bad man. Look, I've, I've, here's what I say. I back the Packers in the playoffs more than I back the Vikings. But it, when it comes to regular season ball, I'd pick the Vikings. Okay. That's um, interesting. That's point, my take. I, I, don't tr- I wouldn't trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. However, yeah, I'd trust Aaron Rodgers in that situation. But did beat yeah. Drew Brees, though. A little help from his defensive friends. I, ha- yeah. I hate this. This is one of my most hated things about American football, like commentary and punditry, all that. Oh, I don't... He's never won a playoff game about a quarterback. It's so... Frustrated, he beat yes, Drew Brees because he didn't beat Drew Brees. The, the yes. Vikings, the Vikings defense shut beat down Drew that Saints offense, yeah. and Kirk Cousins had a good game. He didn't beat Drew Brees. You're just yeah. arguing the case for Lamar to be the best quarterback in the league. That doesn't what? How yeah. are, you are? You <laughs> don't even realize it. But you game. are. Oh. How? How, Joe? He doesn't win a playoff game is his biggest weakness. And he's not as good as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's also... I mean, it's that's not really a huge yeah, but weakness. No one in the league everyone is else on the planet Mahomes. as well, right? Well, but... then, you've just made the argument that Lamar Jackson isn't the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> Within we'll 30 seconds. Uh, I'm playing your voodoo games on each I other. I played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here so Chicago I don't get Bears. Fun. Chicago Bears. What do y'all think? Suck. Um, I don't like them. Quietly optimistic. Uh, Really? I no. think I'm quietly optimistic as well. So. <laughs> no, they're, they're trash. I genuinely I'm, am. Ten and I think really? season, ceiling. Hmm? Ten and six? Yeah. I think. Really? Ceiling. Nine, to seven, nine to seven ceiling. I, I would say 12 good. and four. <laughs> really? 
and I'll tell you why. Have you got those numbers mixed up? No, I think that the defense is amazing. I think they, uh, for instance, you guys, uh, Erlacher was on the. Uh, Erlacher doesn't play anymore. I know, I know, but he was on on the McAfee show like today. Okay, yeah. Watching it, listening to him, how how talk about how the Bears play defense now, not when he's playing, and he was just saying that against all the best teams in the league, they have the the talent there just to play cover two. For instance, if they're playing, they're playing the Chiefs. Then they play Eddie Jackson one high. Yeah, they play cover three safe. That's why Kendall. Yeah, against the, Kyle against the best picks. the best teams, they play cover two. A lot of cover four as well, but mm. that's it. So, I quite like the Bears. I think Robert Quinn is a very good pickup. Matt's not going to no, like him. Not. No, actually, You're look wrong. at the stats. You're he wrong. absolutely he is. is. Last yeah, two wrong. league, no, last two wrong. league, he had the most times that he beat his blocker no, out of everyone wrong. in the NFL, out of all the outside rushers. It's a fact. Six and a half sacks with Matt. six and a half sacks with the Dolphins. Who else did you have on that defense, Matt? That was playing any pressure. Echo Charlton. Exactly. <laughs> eleven, eleven and a half or ten and a half sacks last year, and now he gets to play opposite Khalil Mack and with Akeem Hicks on the de- defensive line. I think Robert Quinn's going to have a good season. It's a big yeah. contract, but they've got an out after two years, so he's not going to play that whole contract. They should anyway. have had an out also, after zero years. He's also only. Th- 30 years old. I thought Robert Quinn was at least 37. He's been around forever. So yes. uh, I think Robert Quinn's a really good pickup. Yeah, I knew that was going to wind you up. Exactly. Situation. He hasn't delivered since being in um, Chicago. There's no question about that. And by having another dominant pass rusher on the other side, it's going to help take the eyes off Khalil and let him work his magic a bit if he's still, still got any left. Yeah, Quinn is certainly an upgrade over Leonard Floyd anyway. Yeah, yeah. sure. I... I... I think that, you know, their defense, everyone's kind of just sleeping on the fact that this was by far the best defense in the league two seasons ago. Mm. And I, they haven't really gotten any worse since then. It's just they might have not lived to their potential last season, but they were still damn good defense. And I think that what? they have the ability to win games. It's not in the hands of Mitch Trubisky. And like it's not going to be in the hands of Mitch Trubisky. You're absolutely Nick right, Foles. Joe. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. And Nick Foles isn't as shit as Mitch Trubisky. Plus, he's not great. Regularly, but he's competent, and that's all they're going to need him to be. And especially with Matt Nagy, as long as he doesn't lose his mind following Trubisky and kickers. Yeah, and um, but he's from that same uh, Nagy's from the same coaching tree as Doug Peterson and Andy Reid, who have both got the best out of Nick Foles in the past. So there's reason to believe that Nick Foles, you give him like one choice where to go with the ball. He's not got all these complex reads. He doesn't have to carry the whole offense and the whole team anyway. Hmm. There's, I think they could sneak into a wild card spot, but and at the same the time, if it David all goes wrong, as well. yeah, they That's... could go. They could go five and five wins. So I can't yeah. see them winning with that offense. I just don't trust it. Yeah, I agree with Stan. No, <laughs> I, I, I would say just you know have faith in your defense. Feed the ball to David Montgomery. He showed real signs, showed signs of improvement last year. I think, he, yeah, just just don't just don't be stupid and. um I think Matt Nagy really didn't help Mitch Trubisky at all last year either. Nope. He was calling some like kind of wacky stuff, considering that it was obviously a, a not confident QB who was, who was struggling and had yeah. to take a lot of the blame. And he he did like Mitch took all the blame for the offense last year. It wasn't wasn't really coming from anyone else. He did play, play badly though. He did, but he played with what year. he had. You know, I think it's um, Nagy's bad. last season with the Bears completely. Like he's. Depends I could, on the yeah, I could get behind that. If, if the defense is amazing, they'll you know he's an offensive coach, but he's going to be you know held up by that defense this year. I think 
you know, I, I'm. If they go happy. ahead with if they go ahead with Trubisky, I've got no hope. If they go with Foles, there's at least there's, a chance a that chance. he can yeah. do what. Yeah. I know. I'd like Foles needs to prove that he can do it outside Philly. Simple mm. as. They need to prove it because he's had. This is what his fourth or fifth team that, other than Philadelphia, that he's going to be given a chance at to yeah, actually play. Yeah, he got benched for a sixth round draft pick last year. It didn't really bode well for his future, does it? Well, yeah, he but he doesn't have a like, porno you, you guys are you are high on um, Minchu though. So yeah, Minchu's a baller. Minchu mania. Yeah, yeah. You love um, it. So I, I think that floor's probably six and ten. Maybe actually, I reckon it could go either way. It could go four and twelve to twelve and four. 12 wow, and that's four. such a huge thing. I I would say four is big. I would say nine and seven to five and eleven. That's yeah, that's why I'm willing to play with. Nine and seven, or if, if Falls goes off next season and just have a monster year, then maybe ten and six. But it doesn't have to go off to have a twelve and four season. He does. They No, he just has to be competent and not turn the ball over. Mitch Trubisky turned the ball over so much that they put the, the defense in shit situations all the yeah. time. We've also got to remember that Falls is coming off an injury as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, he's healthy now. He came he off the injury partway through last season. He rehabbed. He, re, he rehabbed that injury fully before when they announced him as the starter. That didn't go well, did it? Last year, mm. and then he got outplayed by Minshew. That's why Minshew came back in. So I don't think that will have. I don't think the the, the injury will be as big an issue unless there's a new thing that crops up. Yeah. Mm. Moving on to the Lions. I forgot about this team when I was doing my research. Yeah, so did I. They're just so relevant. Oh, dear. Mm. Okay, and that, oh, that's um, shining reviews that's, all round. So that shall was we start our with Lions that? review? They've, um, got new, they've got a new owner. That's the only big news. Good for them. Yeah, I good. mean, I, I still don't. Still don't rate Matt. That's like the only Matt issue. Sure. Wait, Joe. That's like the only issue they don't have. Yeah, mm. I was just saying words. Slow. Calm down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they, they got a nice shiny new running back. A little bit of quality back. control. Yeah, DeAndre Swift. Nice yeah. new running back, but at oh, the end no. of the day, they're still by far the weakest team in this division. Many would argue the best running back in that draft, DeAndre Swift. The thing it's is, first. people, I'm not saying Swift is a bad, but people were extremely excited about Kerryon Johnson the last two years either. Yeah, when was true. the last time the Lions were able to yeah, but run he was the a later draft When pick. was, second round, when was the last time the Lions were able to run the ball effectively? Consistently, Barry Sanders. The issue isn't with the running back there. It is, well, I wish I was exaggerating there as well. Hey man, Javid Best had like a forty-yard run once. Do you remember they wow. went through like they went through like four seasons or something that with that like that without having someone have a hundred yards rushing in a yeah. game? They had Lagarde Blunt at one point as well, didn't they? Isn't yeah, they yeah. Did. Just after he had a really good season with was with it the, the Eagles or when he the went Pats. back to the Patriots? It was with the Pats. Yeah. Pats, I think. Right? Wait, did he go Pats, Lions, then Eagles? No, he came through us from the Pats, I think. Yeah, he won back-to-back Super Bowls, I think, didn't he? Either way, the, the Lions yeah. aren't... I just feel bad for Swift, because he is a good running back, stands extremely high on him, but mm. I don't know. The Lions can't seem to run the ball. I feel worse for Matt Stafford as well. Yeah, he's yeah, his career wasted. Yeah. Like Phil Rivers. Mm-hmm. Like Saquon. Yeah. Yeah, it's his head that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think Detroit are very good. Is the nicest thing way I can say. It, really, I don't think there's nothing really about their roster that Let's makes me play think they can just win how many bad games. are they? Sorry, 
I'll play. That I think their floor is like three and thirty. Yeah. Ooh. I'm with and I, I think, mean, their, I think their ceiling's like eight and eight. Damn. Oh, yeah. nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Stafford, Stafford was doing no. Stafford's Stafford great. Was, Stafford was doing really well last year before he got injured. Yeah, but they won't because there's no way to finish above third in this division. Yeah, exactly. Fast. Kenny Golday's good. DeAndre Swift looks promising. Stafford's good. Marvin Jones is good, but Marvin I just don't. Trust, I, I don't trust the coaching either. Yeah, no. Matt Patricia's. Uh, I think this is Matt Patricia's last season. On note, is it actually possible to have four teams go into the playoffs? Technically, it would be. No, it wouldn't. No, because only two wild cards. Wait, Joe, do the maths. Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Oh, that's fair. Three does not equal four. <laughs> Three into four won't go. It would be nice though. That'd be cool. Actually, what are the new playoff rules for? Not for like next year. Are there going to be an extra wild card spot? I think there's an extra wild card spot. Yeah. So. So in the future, Mind Joe... You'll suck my dick. I think, Matt, you hit the nail on the head, really. 3-13, and 13, but off do. And yeah. they're not going to get above 8-8. Eight and eight. I think they're going to go 7-9. and nine. But ceiling, 8-8, eight and eight, I'd say. Yeah. In this yeah. case scenario. It seems well, we're all pretty much on the same page about all these teams. So it's Packers v Vikings, and then Bears, yeah. and then Lions. Yeah. yeah. I do think that potentially three teams could make the... Like in the AFC North and the NFC North, I could potentially see three. Teams. Which division do we, are we, can we doing next week? We'll go AFC East. Yes, around. AFC oh, East. And then so we'll you have to tackle the next week. Be a week after that without me, unfortunately. Oh shit! Yes, yeah, I want lots of I want lots of NFC East prep for Stan then. But you, two you weeks time, better come correct. Are we Please. counting the London Monarchs? <laughs> no, because they, they don't exist. They're in um, <laughs> the imagination. East. <laughs> They've got a hot new stud QB. Who I can't even remember who we put as a QB Pit now. Two, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, so I think that that kind of wraps up everything we had to say there for this week. Quite nicely. Lovely. I I'm gonna plead with each and every one of our listeners right here and now. Please. If you're listening. Give us a follow on Instagram at the Dropback. Give us a follow on Facebook at the Dropback UK. We're also on Insta- on Twitter at the Dropback, by the way. Thedropback.com or .co.uk is our website. We Lou just did an article, well, last week about the whole Deshaun Jackson situation. That's live. Lovely there. article. Give that a read through. It's a very good article. I read through it mm. myself. That's good to be Joe. Cheers, mate. Cheers. You did send it to me, so uh, it's the very least I could do. My appreciations uh, to the chef. This is all you could do. Yeah, I, I also want to start doing the video podcast again. So if you okay. could subscribe to us on YouTube at the Dropback as well. If you just type the Dropback podcast, we will show up on there. I've been your host, Joe. Okay. I've been Matt. I've been Stan. And I've been Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, goodbye. The Dropback with Sam Lewis. Matt Burns Peak and Joe Costanzo. Matt, your floor is 0 and 16, and you're seeing <laughs> 1 and 15.